Welcome to Bethel World Outreach Church. Our values are devotion, diversity, and discipleship. Devotion through honoring God by trusting His Word, praying, and worshiping together. Diversity by embracing God's heart for every nation. And discipleship by helping others follow Jesus. So join us as we're reaching a city to touch the world. As we transition to, to me, a moment where we can hear the profound word of God that puts a bow on this year and brings us into the next. I could find no greater uh, speaker tonight than the person we've had for the last decade at New Year's Eve. Um, two years ago on this very stage, he began to articulate all of the conditions of the world now from the crisis in the world with the pandemic to the racial tension to the, all of the fear and the anxiety that word was given to us and a specific word was given um, to our church of what we would do and how we would act and how we could grow and then it was a word that, that really touched beyond this place to all over the world just literally the, the numbers are staggering how many people have began to pray as a result of the word that came from this stage two years ago. You're not just casually sitting, uh, looking at a service. I believe that the word that God has for you today is very movemental. And the reason God gives you a prophetic word, which is, is just a word that foretells or foretells what God's going to do, is so you'll have confidence in the Lord when it actually comes to pass. You'll have greater trust in the Lord. I want to bring to you today not just a husband and a family man and a, and a prophet and a senior leader to so many, a global leader, but truly a father in Bethel and a friend of mine. Would you please welcome to the stage our senior pastor, prophet, Pastor Jim LaFone, as he comes and delivers a word on this New Year's Eve 2020. Come on, gives nobody to give God praise for Pastor Jim. I'm gonna praise God for Pastor Jim, and I know you are too. Miracles when you move. Such a privilege to be here with my Bethel family, but the word I want to share tonight is for our Bethel family, yes, here in the greater Nashville area, but our really our every nation family around the world in multiple nations, as well as others from United 714. As James alluded to, two years ago, I was here and sitting there in the auditorium, the Holy Spirit came to me. I saw terrifying shaking come to America, the nation shake it, financial markets collapsing, ripple of the whole country. California began to go up vertical Literally, I thought the whole country was sliding into the Atlantic Ocean. I could hear the oppression of people just screaming, who'll help us? Depression, recession, what's going to happen to us? Where is the government? Just stark fear and terror. I kept hearing these words in my mind, 17 months, 17 months, 17 months. And I knew that within 17 months, I knew then our nation would be visited with horrific crisis. And next thing I knew, I saw the hands of God come out. I said, I'm going to catch the country. You're going to come to a tipping point. Don't be afraid. And then Pastor James was saying, Pastor Jim, get up and speak. I, 
I, I, I got up and began to walk to the stage and began to prophesy. And in that prophecy, I said, when the calendar hits 17 months, a terrible time of tension and pain and hatred, um, polarization will come to America. And 17 months from that day, given, given six days more, Mr. Floyd was killed. And you know the rest here in America. But I said this, America will not end in anarchy. America will not end in lasting depression. America will end in revival. Hundreds and hundreds and thousands will be saved. I was driven into the mountains, literally burdened by this in May, where the Lord began to warn me that the world was not going to be a safe place. My country wasn't. The next day, I saw coming out of the nation of China, just a, a terrifying, mindless, merciless river of death that flowed and poured into every nation of the world. And the Lord said, welcome to your future. I knew later that was COVID. I've watched God help us and though hundreds and thousands have died around the world. I'm so thankful for scientists, health workers, but I'm even more thankful for the hand of God's grace. So as we come now into 2021, what might God be saying? What is God saying to Bethel? What is God saying to my every nation family around the world? What is God saying to the hundreds and millions of people in the just beyond thousands of churches around the world? What is God saying to us? As we come out of the hardest year worldwide in my adult lifetime, the pain, what is God saying? Let's pray. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you as we stand on the threshold of a, a new year. Many are shaken, mourning, grieved, quarantined. It just seems so dark. Lord, many are, are wondering, will a vaccine get to me? What might happen to me? What, what should I do? And I thank you, Lord, your word never fails us, as we sang earlier tonight. And I pray now you would enunciate clearly your word in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to entitle this message, Meet Me in Galilee, quoting Jesus. Subtitle, 2021, Our Doom or Our Dawn. When I talk about their peril, we know Jesus has been warning his disciples a dark time is coming. I'm going to be taken from you, said in John 16, 32. Behold, the hour is coming, indeed it's come. You're going to be scattered to your own home and will leave me alone, yet I won't be alone. Jesus is going to get so bad, you're going to want to quit. It's going to get so dark, he told his disciples, even those of you close to me, your faith will be tested. Even those of you who know me the best and know me well, there will be a testing of your faith. He said in Matthew 26, 30 and 35, when they sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives and Jesus said to them, you'll all fall away. How would you like that to be your little ending of your service? Oh, by the way, you'll all fall away. For it is written, I'll strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I'm raised up, meet me in Galilee. After that dark time is over, after you feel shattered and broken, meet me in Galilee. Peter answered, well, they may fall away, but I won't. He said, Peter, you'll fall and deny me. They were in great peril. There was a darkness coming they could not imagine. There was a time of testing coming into their lives that would shake. As I've met with leaders around the world from every denomination and every group, not just our every nation world, I've watched extraordinary people tested to their very heart. Can I make it? What's happened? What will I do? But yet there was the promise because in Matthew 26, 32, Jesus said, when I'm raised up, I'll be waiting for you in Galilee. No matter what you go through, you've got to come 
and find me in Galilee. Because when you come to Galilee, it'll make sense to you. Matthew 28, 7, Jesus had been raised from the dead. The angel speaks to Mary, then go quickly, tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead and behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you see him. Jesus had been killed. The tomb was empty. They feared for their lives. And now Jesus is going to take them through a process by which he commissions them to change all of history. It starts in John 20, 19 and 20. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, Jesus had already been raised from the dead. They, they knew that they knew they'd heard he was up. They had not yet seen him yet. And the doors were locked when the disciples were there for fear of the Jews. They're like quarantined, locked up, locked down. Even the night as I'm speaking right here at Bethel, there are very few people in the auditorium. They're in their homes. The world has been locked down, locked up. And even when quarantine ends for brief periods of time, when you're quarantined long enough, you're locked up on the inside. There's a siege mentality. Think of, will it ever be normal again? Will I ever be back? Will I ever be unmasked? The world locked down, shut down. In the middle of their self-imposed quarantine, in the middle of their fear, Jesus came and stood among them. I'm telling you now, Jesus is walking through the walls of your quarantine. He's walking into your homes. He's walking into your churches, no matter how locked up you feel. No matter what nation you may be hearing this word in, no matter what persecution you've had, no what disturbances come into your nation, Jesus says, I'm walking through the walls of your quarantine. I'm walking into your home. I'm walking into your shuttered business. I'm walking into your fearful heart. There is a breakthrough coming. You say, I want to break out. Jesus says, I'm going to break through. I'm going to break through your siege mentality this very night. I'm going to break it. Here's what I want to say to you. Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side and the disciples were glad. But eight days later, they were just still locked up. Jesus had been telling them, listen, I'm arrived. Come down to Galilee. I have something for you. Come down to Galilee. I'm going to meet you there. Eight days later, still locked down. Eight days later, the disciples were inside again. It was as if he had never been raised from the dead. And Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Thomas said, I don't believe you really saw him. And unless he breaks through my quarantine, unless he appears to me personally, and I can put my fingers in his wounds, I will not believe. No matter where you find yourself today, no matter what time it is where you're living, no matter what phase of lockdown you're in, no matter what you're facing in your home, your family, the same Jesus that walked through a locked down door is walking into your life. He's walking into your home tonight. He's walking into your church. He's walking in wherever you are. And he's saying, peace, be still. I have this. Now, what did he do when he walked in? And here's what he finds. There was a breakthrough. Then there was the breathed on. He said, then peace be with you. As the father has sent me, 
even so I'm sending you. And when he said this, he breathed on them. We've gone through a year that took the breath of many. Although the millions predicted have not died and we're thankful hundreds and thousands have. Even as I speak, hundreds and thousands of people around the world fighting for their breath. And not just I might add physically, ethnically, spiritually, socially, a cry rippled through America, I cannot breathe. It's been echoed across the world. And what would Jesus say if 2020 took your breath away, 2021, I'm coming to breathe on you freshly. I'm coming, even as 2020 was all about breath, 2021 will be all about my breath. I'm breaking through your lockdown, breaking through your quarantine, breaking through your pain, breaking with my power and breathing on you. When the Lord showed me the polarization and the ethnic pain coming to my own country and God dealing with our own racism, he also showed me that he would be faithful to breathe on us. And all around the world, I'm here to tell you whatever nation you're in, wherever you find yourself, wherever you are, as you're listening to this message, the same Jesus that broke through their lockdown, the same Jesus that walked into their lives, the same Jesus that went through the locked doors, not just of the buildings they were in, but their mindset is walking through your quarantine, is walking into your locked up heart, is walking into your locked up soul. He says, I'm gonna breathe on you. In fact, I'm gonna breathe on you and I want you to receive my Holy Spirit freshly. And if you forgive the sins of any, they're forgiven you. If you withhold forgiveness, it's with heaven. I'm gonna give you power. Now, finally, after eight days, they decide we're gonna make our way down to Galilee. You know, the Lord said, we go to Galilee, we better get down. It took them eight days. You realize Galilee was 75 miles from where they were. Three-day walk, three-and-a-half-day walk. And even now, as a church around the world, even now as the Lord breaks through our mentality, breaks through our quarantine, breaks through our lockdown to breathe on us, we go to meet him in Galilee. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. And he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter called the twin, Nathaniel of Canaan and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, that's four, and two others, that's six, and said to them, and Thomas, there's seven of them, I'm going fishing. What happened to the other five? We don't know. Seven of them made it down to Galilee. Discouraged, they'd all failed, they'd all want to quit. I know many of you listen to me, I just wanted to quit, pastor. Many pastors said, I just quit. What's happened to my church? Many business people, I don't know what to do. They go, well, we're going to go fishing. Seven out of the 11 made it. Judas had already, was already dead. The Bible says this. I'm going, they said to him, we will go with you. And they went out and got in the boat and fished all night. They caught nothing. It was dark in those days. You normally fished in the night. So the fish would not see the certain net they used. After fishing, many say, Pastor, I fished all night. I really caught nothing. Pastor, I've gone through this whole year and seen a catch nothing in my business, nothing in my finance. I'm a pastor. I have no idea what I have left. 
I really have no idea when this is over, who will even come back. And just as the day was breaking, it was dark. And we stand at daybreak. Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was him. I'm telling you now, Jesus is standing in the darkness. No matter what people want you to believe, we are not walking into the year of our doom. We're walking into the year of our dawn. Oh, it's dark, Pastor. Yes, it is. But in your darkness, wherever you are, whatever nation you are in, whatever you're facing in your city, whatever you're facing in your business, in your marriage, in your life, Jesus stands, but you can't see him yet. Oh, what's going to happen? This current darkness will recede. And as it does, you're going to hear the voice of your Savior. I tell you by the Spirit of God, wherever you are around the world, this is not the year of your doom. This is not the year where the church is just pretty much done. Oh, no. This is the year of your dawn. A new day is coming. You just can't see him yet. It's too dark. You can just barely hear him. Just as the day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, do you have any fish? Well, why would he ask that question? He obviously knew everything. In fact, they just, they'd caught nothing. They said, no, we don't. I hear Jesus saying, have you caught anything in the darkness? In this darkness, do you really buy into the lie that the church will never be the same again? In this darkness, do you really buy into the lie? Oh, that we finally go back to church. Maybe no, it'll come. Do you really buy into the lie that just because it was dark, our resurrected Savior hasn't been fishing? Do you really buy into the lie that somehow, oh, we've lost our power. Oh, we've lost our grace. They answered, no. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. Now, the fishing boats in those days were 10 to 12 feet long and only six foot wide. How many of you know six feet's not a big adjustment? What they didn't realize is in the middle of that darkness, in the middle of that crisis, in the middle of this pandemic, in the middle of this economic chaos, in the midst of polarization and pain, there is a mighty harvest bubbling under the church. Just move it six feet. Just cast your net out and see what I do. Oh, God, I love this. So they cast it. Now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of the fish. I tell you this by the Holy Spirit. There is a quantitative harvest coming that will boggle your mind. 
I will tell you as we go into this year and we hear the voice of our Jesus and this darkness begins to leave and we walk in the full light of his dawn, we will be shocked over quantity, yes, but in the end, not over what we've lost, over what we've gained. There was such a quantity. There was such a quantity, they couldn't haul it in. And that disciple whom Jesus loved, John, said to Peter, it is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work and threw himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish. Those who faltered like Simon Peter. Those who quit. Maybe they stopped watching online. Maybe they stopped coming. Maybe their hearts have broken. And in the darkness, they failed. And in the darkness, I tell you by the Holy Spirit, when the light of God comes on, in the new day is done, the Peters who have left will jump back into the harvest. Those who've left, those who've wandered, those who've quit, those who've wanted to stop, oh no, they will jump back in. God's hand and anointing will be on them. Now this is, this is just where it gets amazing. Put on his armor, stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from land, but they were a hundred yards off. Now, this is what stuns me. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now, none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus took bread and fish. Now, let me tell you this. What's stunning? They said, we've caught nothing. They came on the shore. Jesus had breakfast. What are you saying? The whole time I've been fishing. The whole time you thought you were catching nothing. I've been catching and here they are. The whole time you've wondered. The whole time you've wandered. The whole time you've been in pain. My God, what is going to be left? What is going to happen? Is this ever going to end? You don't think I was fishing? You don't think I was bringing in a harvest? You don't think as you dragged your online net through a sea of humanity, people weren't saved? You don't think I already don't have a harvest? I tell you this, this is not your doom. This is your dawn. And as the lights go back on, you will see I have a catch and you're just adding to it. They were stunned. They couldn't believe it. Then Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you've just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish. Let me tell you, the harvest of God is not just quantitative, it's qualitative. Every possible fish and that lake was caught. Large. 153 of them. And although there were many, the net was not torn. I tell you, Jesus has been working our character. I can't tell you the incredible leaders of every stripe who said, I just want to quit. Major economic leaders, spiritual leaders. I've never been in a harder time. It's just dark. What is Jesus? I've been working with your character. I've been bringing you to the end of yourself to force you to trust my power, to trust in my character, to trust. Why? Because the harvest you're going to pull in 
in the nations of the world. The harvest you're going to see in your cities has so much quality and so much quantity, only a healed people won't break under the strain. He's not wasted this darkness. He's not wasted your pain. You said, Jim, I'm just at the end of myself. He goes, good, that's where you find me. Jim, I'm just out of strength. Wonderful, it's time for mine. Jim, I'm almost out of my mind. Enjoy mine. They were stunned. A few years before in that very sea, there'd been a catch, the net had broken. They weren't right. It's not gonna break. The same Jesus that walked through walls. The same Jesus that breathed into 11 men and a band of women changed the world. Is walking into your quarantine right now. Your home. Your nation. Your life. Meet me in Galilee. This year you fought for breath. Next year I breathe on you. Don't buy into the lie. Oh, we're just doomed. I've read it all. Oh, they say the church will never be the same. Oh, half the church is gone. What do they know? Nothing. Jesus says, this is not your doom. This is your dawn. It's dawn of a new era for my church. It's the dawn of a new harvest. It's the dawn of my presence. It's the dawn of my power. Throw it out. Watch what I do. You say, Pastor Jim, I'm tired. He got that breakfast waiting for you. He's never ceased to fish. And then what's so profound there in Galilee, they found their purpose. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped. Even then some doubted. And Jesus came and said, I've given you all authority on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I'm with you always. Luke says, and behold, I'm sending the promise of my Father upon you. But stay into the city your clothes. What is he saying? I'm recommissioning my church in this hour. I want you to go back to those hard cities, back to those hard places, back to those most resistant areas, and you don't think I'm able. You don't think that I can't catch precious human souls everywhere. Let me summarize this. As we come into 2021, battered as a world, like no other time in my adult lifetime. If I told you the stories I've heard around the world and what leaders have told me of the starving and the pain and the terror. But now, Jesus says, I'm coming into your quarantine. I'm coming in your lockdown heart. Quarantine can't stop me. Lockdown can't stop me. Are you kidding me? I'm breathing on you. 
I know you fought for breath all year long, but I'm coming to breathe on you. And I'm going to recommission you. Come back down to Galilee. Come back down where you started. Come back and meet me where I saved you, called you. I know it's too dark to see me, but it's not the darkness of your doom. It's the darkness of your dawn. I'm calling you into an extraordinary harvest. Those who have faltered will find their faith and jump back in. And you don't think you caught anything? I've been catching the whole time. And you'll see it in the light of day. And I've given you all authority, Bethel family. I've given you all authority, every nation family. I've given you all authority, body of Christ around the world, to go into the hardest places, the toughest places, and see fruit. I'm the Lord of the harvest. And in this year, I've been preparing the world I've been preparing city after city, nation after nation for a harvest of unbelievable quantity and quality. Now, Holy Spirit, I thank you for my Bethel family, for my every nation family around the world, the body of Christ around the world. Come. Breathe on us. Wherever you are, your home, maybe an office, you're watching this video, maybe you're live streaming, maybe you're recording, maybe you're in another time zone, maybe it's a week from now. Say, Jesus, break through my quarantine. Jesus, break through the things that have walled me off. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. I know you can't quite see him yet, but can you hear him? Got any fish? Oh, Lord, we don't really think so. Come on. Got any fish? Put that net out again. Put that net out again. Now, Lord, I thank you your family around the world. I thank you. You're breathing on us freshly in 2021. I thank you. We're casting nets freshly in 2021 for unbelievable harvest. And when the light comes on, not only have we caught something, we've caught far more than we imagined for you in every season are the Lord of the harvest. Amen.